If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And this is the last show before Thanksgiving. I have a a pre-recorded show for next week because I'll be eating turkey with all the rest of us here in America. And it's going to be Michelle Orovitz, who is an acupuncture doctor. And I just quizzed the daylights out of her because I don't know anything about acupuncture, but it was was really interesting to find out. And she is a graduate of my angelic attendant training. So she uses woo-woo in her practice. So I think you'll really enjoy that. But I have a surprise for you. Actually, I have two surprises. I have Elizabeth Poisson and Irene Valides with us from Helping Parents Heal. Hi, ladies. Oh, let me unmute you. Let me get that going here. There you go. And Elizabeth and Irene. Hi, ladies. Yes, yes I can hear you. Okay. I'm here. Good, good. All right. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Thank I always you. laugh. I say, I say I'm psychic, but I'm really not a miracle worker. So, anyways, <laughs> but welcome, you guys. They are from. Thank you uh, so much. Thanks for having We're us. So happy to be here. Oh, I'm delighted to have you both. So these guys, these ladies are from Helping Parents Heal. And I would love for one of you to tell us about Helping Parents Heal, the organization. Some of you may have seen my show with Elizabeth, who uh, I guess is the founder, right, Elizabeth? And so tell us about Helping Parents Heal. And then I want you guys to tell me, uh, tell me and all the listeners about your new book that just came out yesterday. 
Well, thank you. I would love to go ahead and tell you a little bit about Helping Parents Heal. We are an organization. It's a nonprofit that is specifically to help parents and support them if they have a child who's passed. And we're a little different from other bereavement support groups because we believe in a connection with our children and spirit, and we also believe that it's possible to heal from the passing of a child. And so um, we're the book that we have written that hopefully maybe Irene can tell you a little bit more about is uh, healing stories from 20 different members of Helping Parents Heal who wrote chapters for the book. And it comes initially from the documentary by Craig McMahon, which was called Life to Afterlife, Mom, Can You Hear Me? And he chose these parents to be in the documentary. And then after that, um, we decided to write a book because it didn't really tell the whole story. All of the incredible things that were happening in our lives because of our kids and through our kids um, were not as prominent in the film as in the book. But um, I will let Irene tell you more maybe about the book, if that's okay. Sure. Well, yeah, I, think I have you did a-, a great job explaining it, Elizabeth. I have a copy of it here. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, there's a copy of it. I'm holding it up. I feel like Vanna or, you know, one of those girls on Wheel of Fortune. So I'm, I'm, your, I'm your display girl holding up the book while you talk, Irene. Well, thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, the, it's, it's just a wonderful book, and it's just filled with validations that, We know our children are with us always, and that when they've passed over, death means nothing more than the loss of their physical body. You know, they're still right here, and they continue. And it's interesting to hear the differences in our stories, but there are so many similarities in many of our stories. I know myself, um, my daughter passed at the age of 24 from a very rare esophageal gastric cancer, And from the moment Carly was a functioning person, she hit life at full speed. And I always had this feeling in the back of my head that she wasn't going to be mine forever and that she was doing as many things as she possibly could because she wouldn't be on this earth for a long period of time. You had that when she was a baby or when she was little? Yes, I did. And a friend reminded me at her celebration of life that when Carly was four years old, I turned to her and we talked and I said, will I still be a mother if anything happens to Carly? And I didn't remember having that conversation with her. Wow. Wow. Well, we all have intuitive abilities. I talk about that all the time. And and all the people that take my class, I always say it's just a matter of developing and then enhancing what we all come in with. We all come in with the ability, whether we know it or not. And that's what was going on with you. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. the stories that are in the book, and, and I know I you, your organization is one of my favorites on the planet because you, you just bring so much comfort and help to parents that have lost a child. And I know it's not just children. It can be children like little kids, little children. It can be somebody who's 80 who loses a 60-year-old child. You know, a child is always a child. 
Yes, it's for everyone. And actually, we we have special groups for for fathers because dads um, feel at a different pace than moms do, and they like to be able to be in a group where they're not having to talk with a whole bunch of other women in the group. And we have a group for siblings as well. And then we also have other special interest groups that are available, as well as our affiliate groups that are located in the different areas of this country and the the world. But I um, I just wanted to reiterate, it's funny because Irene was talking about the fact that Carly did everything at 100 miles an hour, and Morgan did too. And I think that you'll find that with a lot of the kids in this book, that they all had a knowing that they might not be here forever. And so they were they were compassionate, they were kind, but they were also very, very busy getting as much done as they could while they were here, which I just love. And now they're still busy on the other side. Did either of your kids, and I know, Elizabeth, I know you've lost a couple of children, but did any of your children ever have a conversation with you about that, feeling that they wouldn't be around long, or that was just something that you perceived? Well, for, for me, me, it was yes, just something definitely. that I perceived. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Irene, it was more, she was perceiving it herself. I had a conversation with Morgan right before he left for China at the base camp of Mount Everest in Tibet. And um, as we were packing his bags to go on a an exchange program with the university, um, he turned to me and he said, Mom, I don't think I'm coming back from China this time. And I told Morgan, you already got all the credits that you need. Um, there's no reason for you to go. Stay here, of course. And he said, no, Mom, I'll be okay. And now I know that he is okay. He's just not here in the physical sense. But um, he did know this. Muted. Fact, Unmuted. Later through a medium that if it hadn't happened um, at the base camp of Mount Everest in Tibet, where he suffered from altitude sickness, he told me that he would have passed on the iPad driving from the University of Arizona up to Cape Creek. And so I think that um, for a lot of us in this group, we realized that there is nothing that we could have done to prevent what happened and that um, this was an exit point for them. This was perhaps their sole plan. And it makes it a lot easier for us to be able to move forward and heal. The interesting thing about... I want to agree with Elizabeth on that. Go ahead, Irene. Well, you know what? Hold on to that thought for a minute. Hold hold on to that thought for just a second. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll we'll continue the conversation. I have a couple of questions for you, too. So stay with us, everybody. When we come back, we'll get some more conversation in with Irene and Elizabeth. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, everybody. This week, we have a couple of special guests, Elizabeth and Irene from Helping Parents Heal, and we're talking about that they both have lost children and what what they do to help other parents get through the grief and what they're doing to resume a life of joy, which is what their children want them to do. So before the break, Irene, I think you were saying something about your daughter. I was talking, Elizabeth was talking about soul planning, and I know it's a difficult concept for a lot of people to comprehend that are early on their grief journey. But once we realize that our children, and I know Carly lived exactly as long as she was supposed to live, She did her work here on earth, and she got to go home. And I'm still doing my work until I can get to join her one day. And I'm very happy to be doing the work that I'm doing with Helping Parents Heal. Right. Well, Elizabeth, when you were talking about Morgan and and what he told you before he went to China, that he wasn't going to come back, I think that is a great example of how when we get communication from spirit, it's very literal, and we interpret it based on our frame of reference. So your understanding was he didn't need to worry about credits, right? Like college credits? Right. To, yeah. to come back. But he was basically... Also... He was basically telling you, Mom... I'm literally not going to come back. And that's what I find so often is that spirit is super literal when they give us information. And how applicable the information is, is always predicated on how we interpret the information. So I always say, when you're asking spirit a question, you want to be super specific and then refine it down. Be super literal, be super specific, because it's going to be accurate always. Spirit gives us accurate information. It's just predicated on how we ask the question or how how the conversation is going. Exactly. Well, I, I I was interpreting what he was saying as the fact that he didn't think that he would be coming back from China at all. I did talk about the credits because I wanted him to stay here. But I, like Irene, I felt from a very young age that Morgan wasn't going to be with me for very long. And again, I think both of them lived their lives just like a lot of these kids in Helping Parents Heal at 100 miles an hour because they also knew that this was something that could happen or or would happen. So in the book, I know it's a lot of stories of children, of parents of children who who have passed. Can you give us an idea why somebody who hasn't lost a child would want to read the book? I know that it has joyful stories in it, but can you expand a little bit about that? Irene, do you want to take that or would you like to take Um, I'll say just something briefly, and then you can. I think, Julie, that grief and loss is universal. And when you can read a story about healing and how people have gone from the the darkest grief to being able to live a joy-filled life, that maybe each person can take something from our stories and apply it to their lives and hopefully find, find healing in that. 
Okay. Elizabeth, did you want to add to I, that? I think that one of the, yes, one of the important things, and I think what Irene said was beautiful, is that we no longer fear death. We now live our lives um, in a much happier way because we we realize that there's more than just this physical world. We now realize that we're in school, that they are home. We believe that all of our kids are together, that they are having a blast together, but they're also learning themselves. I think that our kids are learning to communicate with us just in the same way that we're learning how to communicate with them. And I I think that the book itself, as Craig McMahon said for the documentary, it kind of takes people out of their everyday lives where you're worrying about um, the next car wash or the next presentation at work or something like that. And you realize that there are things that are much more important and that maybe um, being able to reach a hand out and help others um, to pull them forward is is a really good way to live. And I think that that's what's helped Irene and I so much um, through Helping Parents Heal is being able to allow people to know that there is more and to help them to communicate and connect with their kids. And if you were going to say just a couple of comforting sentences to somebody who's lost a loved one, whether it be a child or anybody, what would those sentences be? And and also, what do we who are have friends and family who've lost a loved one, what do we say to them to help comfort them? Irene, do you want to go first? <laughs> um, sure. I think, you know, compassion is a wonderful practice. And to just listen to people and let them know that you are listening to them, that you hear them. We can't fix them, but we can offer ways to possibly heal and teach people to connect with their loved ones, to let them know that they're still right here. They're always Mm -hmm. with us. Go ahead, Elizabeth. And that's beautiful. And I think that another thing that's really important is that I I think a lot of our friends and family are afraid to say the name of our kids because they think that if they say the name, then we're going to remember that we've had a child pass, but we remember it all the time. And when people aren't talking about them, it's extremely difficult and it makes us believe that maybe they've forgotten them. And I think that during the holiday season especially, it is so important for friends and family to raise a glass in honor of our children. Maybe to give an ornament to a friend who has a loved one who has passed. All right. Hang on. I'm going to hold you over for another break. And uh, hang with me for a minute. Everybody, we're talking about... The Helping Parents Heal new book, Life at Life of the Afterlife. And uh, so stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back with another couple comments. Welcome back, everybody. 
We have Elizabeth and Irene from Helping Parents Heal. We're talking about their new book, Life to Afterlife. And those of you watching on YouTube, I'm holding it up now so you can see it. So, Elizabeth, real quickly, before the break, you were saying about lift a, to- you know, lift a glass and toast our children that are in heaven. Well, yes, it's so important, I think, during the holidays to, to remember if you are a family member, as you were saying, of someone who has a child or a loved one who's passed, to remember them during the holidays and to say their name because, again, we didn't forget their name. We didn't forget the fact that they've passed um, We just because we're not talking about them. And it's the most wonderful gift to have people talk to you about your children or your loved ones, especially during the holidays. My sister, my little sister Joan, passed 11 years ago yesterday, and we buried her on her 50th birthday, which is tomorrow, and on the 19th, which is the biggest lunar eclipse in the century. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube, I have on an antique rhinestone brooch of hers that I'm wearing this evening. And so I bring that stuff out, you know, during the holidays, especially with my mothers and my grandma, my mother and my grandmothers and, and my sister. And I love wearing their jewelry and, and bringing out special things that remind me of them. So that helps me get through the holidays when, uh, you know, when I'm missing them. Oh, that's such a nice tradition to have, and I'm sure makes your whole family appreciate the fact that you are wearing this in honor of your sister, and I'm sure that the lunar eclipse is just going to be amazing tomorrow, just especially for her. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, she'll, she'll have a bird's-eye view from heaven, huh? Well, any, any last yeah, comments yeah. about the book? For everybody, how can they get it? How can they find out more about helping parents heal? And just, I'm, I'll post everything in the show notes, but I'd like for it to be on the the recordings as well. So, how can how can people find the book, and how can they find helping parents heal? Irene, well, we have go a ahead. Website, yes, sure. Our website is www.helpingparentsheal.org. We have a very active Facebook group with almost 20,000 members. Um, Elizabeth reminded me we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, We have a YouTube channel with over 300 episodes of um, Zoom meetings that we um, have recorded since the pandemic began. So um, the best, best place to find all of us is on the website for all the information. And if I've missed anything, Elizabeth, please add to that. No, that was perfect, and so it is. It's www.helpingparentsheal.org, and we would love to be able to help. Um, One thing that I'd love to say, especially coming up to the holidays, is that we have a group of caring listeners who are parents who have gone just a little bit further down the healing path than, than maybe some other parents have and who reach a hand back to help others forward. It's completely a volunteer service. And so if you all are, if there's any parent who is having a hard time during the holidays, please don't hesitate to reach out to the caring listeners. They are also on the website. 
Yeah. And, and the I've book been... is available on Amazon. I failed to uh, say. Yeah, Life to Afterlife is the book. And I'm so honored that I've gotten to join you several times. And um, what an extraordinary community you both have built. So thank you for, for allowing me yeah. to be a small part of it. And I'm sending you lots of love. And, and I hope the book's a bestseller, Life to Afterlife. Thanks so thank, much thank for you, joining Julie. us. You bet. You. You're amazing, you bet. Julie. We appreciate how, tonight and every time that you've come to speak to the group. It's always been amazing. And yes. your presentations are housed on our YouTube channel as well. But thanks so much and That's have right. a wonderful evening. Thank you. All right. Bye, ladies. Oh, gosh. They are really extraordinary. What an extraordinary community. And anybody can watch those videos. You don't have to be a member. Just go to the Helping Parents Seal YouTube channel, and they'll bring you a lot of comfort. They, they have wonderful speakers on there. Okay. Let's go to the phones here. And our first caller is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hello. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Wonderful. Where are you Thanks located? For my call. I'm a... Oh, you are welcome. I'm in San Diego, California. Okay. Well, tough duty there. And I'm so I'm so sorry for yeah. you. <laughs> We've had gorgeous, place. gorgeous summer weather in November. <laughs> exactly. Me too. I walked in shorts and a t-shirt this morning in Sweet Home, Alabama. So I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I wanted to let you know my my son is a freshman at Bama, and <gasps> he loves it there. Oh, wonderful. I was just there Monday. I'm a sorority advisor there, volunteer sorority advisor. I know. And, uh, and it, it just has such a great vibe, doesn't it? It is an absolutely stunning campus. It really is. It's gorgeous. I Just when I drive on the campus, and I'm usually there once a week at the sorority, and uh, it's it just has this vibe about it that I, is special. And I went to Ohio State, so I'm not even a graduate there. My husband and son are, but it's it's a special place. Well, I'm delighted if you need if you need me to help with him for anything, just email me, and I'll be delighted to help. <laughs> okay, he absolutely loves it there. So thank wonderful, you. <laughs> wonderful. Well, you got a question for me? I do. It's about my dog Sophia. Oh, okay. What kind of dog? She's a Newfoundland, which is okay. a, like a St. Bernard Mastiff. Right. Like big dog, a lot of hair. Big girl. Yeah, big dog, and she's an absolute sweetheart. Um, Sophia had a brain tumor two years ago, and uh, we were able to do some uh, pretty heavy-duty uh, radiation on it. And um, mm-hmm. this is literally like three weeks before COVID hit. So we've never had another MRI. Um, She seems to be okay. She was having seizures beforehand, which is what alerted us to the tumor. Um, She's been on meds for a long time and she, she seems okay, but um, I just wanted to know how she's doing. If hopefully that the tumor hasn't grown back. Um, She's had a a couple of breakthrough seizures and we've adjusted her meds, but we, we just still haven't done the MRI on her because Ironically, at this point, um, she's not eligible for surgery, and pretty much just medication would have to be the way for us to go. But I just want to make sure she's comfortable, and if there's anything that um, you know we should be aware of. Lori, is she not eligible for surgery because of her age? Well, she, for a new family, she's turning eight next month. 
Mm-hmm. Newfie's uh, lifespan tends to be eight to ten years. Uh, I mean, she's, she's other than two ACL surgeries, she's she's doing fine as far as uh, mm-hmm. getting around. But mm-hmm. the tumor was so large, and it had a cyst attached to it that oh, they said that there was no way that they felt comfortable going in there. And did they tell you it was malignant or it was just a benign tumor? No, they said that these type of tumors in dogs tend to be benign. And then they, they don't metastasize. They don't spread okay. uh, throughout the body. All right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Sophia. I love her name. <laughs> and and how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having an experience, whether it's, be hum- whether it's human or canine or feline or whatever, or as a tree or whatever. And so I'm going to connect to you and then from you to Sophia. And then it'll be as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And uh, and so I'm just going to report what I see. I'm very descriptive in all of my things that I report because if I'm working on you, for instance, if you can envision what I'm seeing, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. In this case with Sophia, you're going to be my magician's assistant. You're going to be my healing assistant. And so you'll be working on Sophia, as will everybody that hears this this conversation, whether it's real time or whether it's in the future. Isn't that cool how that works, that we all work together? So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading over to you in San Diego. So is His Majesty coming home for Thanksgiving and then coming back for finals, or is he staying here? No, he's actually staying there because of the crazy airline situation. We're concerned that he wouldn't be able to get back on time for his last week of classes before finals. Uh So uh, it turns out a friend of ours has a family friend uh, that live in Tuscaloosa, and they've kindly invited um, our son and one of his friends that's staying as well over to their house for Thanksgiving. Oh, good. Because I was going to tell him to come to my house if he wasn't didn't have anywhere to go so yeah we could have arranged that, that later very sweet of you thank you yeah 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 so i do see where it was radiated it looks charred around the area it is still intact it's still there it's not gone but it's dramatically reduced so what i've done is i've removed yeah. the charred area it looks like you know if you leave a chicken breast on the grill for too long and it gets all charred but the inside of the charring is okay. That's what I'm I'm removing is the charred area. I always see that whether it's an animal or a human has had uh, radiation. I just see the charred area. So I'm doing that. And then what I've done, Lori, is I've encapsulated the tumor and removed it. And then I'm using stem cell Excellent. energy right now to fill in the brain tissue where that tumor is. So hopefully that will help and uh and let me know thank you if i can help you with your son at bama thanks for calling okay okay everybody we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll see who's next and see what their questions are stay with us you're listening to the ask julie ryan show Everybody, let's go to the phones. And our next caller is Miss Patty. Hi, Patty. 
Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Last time we talked to you, you were worried about losing your job. First of all, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Uh, Queens, New York. All right. What happened on your job? Um, the uh, Human Resources accepted my letter. Wonderful. So, so I'm you still, working, still have and I'm, wor- and I'm working from home. Terrific. Terrific. And the re- yeah, so I wanted to say that you got the last laugh. And I, I love doing laugh. that. I just, because I just told you what spirit was telling no, me. I know. But it's very good for as I said to you one time, it's very good for like when psychic feel something, predict something, um, especially medical intuitives, it's good that they know that they predicted it right because um father people, you know, it's like you have this gut instinct to do something. And it's like if you keep getting it wrong, you won't uh, you won't trust yourself again. So it's always good that people like know that what they were feeling is correct. So it's always yeah. good. I I love telling people like you that you know you were correct. So it's like good for you because then you know that your gut is not betraying you. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Do you have a quick question for us? Yes, um, well, it's, a, it's in reference to my heart. Ever since I had COVID, I have tachycardia. And mm-hmm. just for some strange reason, this week I've been feeling feverish for a week. And it comes and goes. Um, and what I found out last week, um, that I took uh, an antibody test to COVID, I found that I have more antibodies than I did in June. And I was talking to another doctor. I messaged him on on uh, YouTube because he was a doctor who did a lot of the uh, videos who um, discourage people from believing in natural immunity. And uh, he says that if you have more antibodies, it means you were exposed to COVID, but you didn't develop symptoms again. So mm-hmm. I'm only scared that right now, because this week, uh, you know, I have cold, right? But I keep testing negative for COVID, so I know it's mm-hmm. not COVID, you know. But, mm-hmm. like, is is this my heart that the cold is making my heart worse at this point? Or if I have I don't a know. cold? Let me, let me get you on my, my radar, Patty. Am I on speaker by any chance? I'm hearing feedback. If I am, can you get me off speaker, please? No. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading from me here in Birmingham up to you in Queens. Got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. All right. So I'm looking at your heart. Your heart looks fine. Uh, so your heart races oh, at times? Yeah, but it got worse ever since I had COVID. Yeah. Okay. So I'm watching an ablation happen. Even though your your heart looks fine, that'll get you back into sinus rhythm. You know what electrodes look like when you go into the hospital or the doctor and they're going to do an EKG? There are electrodes being put on the perimeter yeah. of your heart, on the front. There's current spinning from electrode to electrode in a clockwise position. Now it's going counterclockwise, clockwise, counterclockwise. Electrodes popped off. So that got your heart back into sinus rhythm. The other thing I want to say is... There last week on 11-11, on Thursday when I was doing my show, uh-huh. 
there was some kind of a new energy portal, something, something that was happening on 11-11. And for a few days before that, I my heart rate was weird and I felt a little nauseous at times and I felt a little headachey. Well, when exactly. I was starting... When I was starting my show, my heart was racing so much that during the first set of commercials, I was doing breathing exercises to get it down. And I was scanning myself going, what the heck? Am I having a heart attack or a stroke or what is this? And then by the next morning, I was fine. I told Tim about it after the show. I said, it's bizarre because I don't have, I'm on hormones, so I don't have hot flashes and I don't have high blood pressure. But the next day, one of my graduates, excuse me, on our private Facebook page on the Angelic Attendant Training Graduate page, posted a thing about the portal on 11.11. The the short end of this long story is, I believe that's affecting you. I think there's a new energy that's come in. I don't see anything more serious. No, No, I don't. I don't. I really believe that's what's going on. Except that I do need hormones. That's definitely there you go. I do need a lot of homework. You just answered your own question. So thanks for calling in. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, we've got another Patty. Let's go to the second Patty. Hi, Patty number two. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you. Where are you located? I am in Michigan. It's very okay. cold. And um, oh. it's been snowy the last couple of days, and I'm not enjoying it, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't do that white That's stuff. Okay. I don't do snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Am I allowed to ask um, about something else that is nothing to do with health? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a buffet of psychicness, so whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Well, I have been married to my husband for a very long time, 30 mm-hmm. years. And um, the last couple of years, things have been very bad. I mean, he has abused alcohol, and all of a sudden he just decided he's just, you know, drinking like there's no tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I've been put in a predicament when he's drunk. And I've been trying to leave him for the past um, four to five months. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he, you know, everything was going to settle. I was going to leave. And then I felt I kept being sucked back in because every time I was ready to leave, when he was sober, things were okay. And then mm-hmm. he would get drunk and then things were not okay. I guess, long story short, am I going to be able to get out of this marriage because... I don't want to continue on anymore. Yes, but you have to take action. So when you have a thought that comes in, and it comes in and it's the first thing in your head, that's guidance coming from spirit. When we have a thought that comes in, then it brings up fear. So you want to ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes if I do this? If I leave, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it's a yes change the conditions. If it's a no, that's an irrational fear based in a living belief. Both are false. So I'm going to leave and then you get afraid to leave. Well, follow your guidance on that. Is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? 
If you leave, is that going to kill you in the next two minutes? No. If you stay, is that going to kill you in the next two minutes? Perhaps. So pay attention to what comes in. And when it comes in, Patty, it's going to come in within a second. You got to take action. And then I think you're going to be just fine. And I think you'll thrive. So good luck with all of that. All right, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next on the list. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show and see what their questions are and see what spirit has to say in an answer. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Back everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476 and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now that's a new number, but it's on the website, it's on all the all the reminders that we post. But 667-770-1476 and we'll put it in the show notes each week too. And it's available at AskJulieRyan.com. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts. And we're also on YouTube and Alexa. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ask at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. You can also leave it on YouTube if you want. I'm having people leave reviews for the show after they watch it on YouTube. So that's good, too. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest the day of the show. We'll post a note and we'll say, okay, here's the call-in number. Now, remember, next week's Thanksgiving, so we're going to do a a pre-recorded show, so there won't be a live-in show, but then I'll be back the following week. But we'll put put notices up on all social media. So if you're wondering if there's going to be a live show, which there usually is, except if it's on a holiday, then uh, just go over to my social media. Everything's an ask. Julie Ryan. While you're on my website at AskJulieRyan.com, schedule an appointment. 
and then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about. And you know, I am a buffet of psychicness, so we can scan your cat, we can talk to your dead grandma, I can scan you medically, we can do past life stuff, I can tell how close to death somebody is, we can talk to your spirit guides, it's a blast. And we can get as much in as we can in an hour. And I've added some extra dates and times for the next few months. So go to AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see them. And then you know, if you are already on my calendar and you want to get in sooner, go to your confirmation email, click on the reschedule button, and that will show you the different appointments that are available that are earlier, and then you can switch. Because people reschedule all the time, plus I've added some. So AskJulieRyan.com on that. I have a couple of spaces left for my angelic attendant training in July. January's full, April's full, July has a couple of spaces left. So if you're thinking about wanting to do woo-woo, learning how to do woo-woo to implement it into your life, you don't have to do what I do for a living. This can be something that you integrate. My gosh, we have people from all walks of life that have done the training. Teachers, from preschool teachers to lots of professors, judges, lawyers, doctors nurses, uh, my gosh, every walk of life, plumbers, housewives, whatever. And people just integrate this work into whatever they do. And it enhances their life in just immeasurable ways. They all, uh, within a year, are saying, oh my gosh, I never could have imagined this. And plus, it's a blast. And then you're part of the Angelic Attendant Training Community, which is really extraordinary. Angel Messages for Cats will be out in a couple of weeks. We'll publicize it on all the social media, and I'll talk about it when I'm back on a live show. So keep that on your gift list if you have a child or a grandchild. All my children's books, Angel Messages for Kids, Angel Messages for Dogs, Angel Messages for Cats. It's the third in the series, and it's just darling. The illustrations are great. And then, of course, Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life to the next is always, it's always good to give that as a gift too because all of us are going to lose to lose a loved one and when we know how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones when somebody's passing it's comforting and it helps people get through it so consider that too given that as a gift all right let's go to this week's question Bertha in Central Islip, New York, asked, Hi, Julie. I love your podcast so much. And although this question is silly, I just need some relief. My boyfriend and I broke up this week, and I'm heartbroken. It wasn't because of something bad, just that his job got very demanding. This caused him to be tired and stressed. He's also going to take classes and temporarily move a wet move away, and she put parentheses from Long Island to Brooklyn. Since he can't make us a priority, he feels it's best for us to go our own ways. He mentioned we can find each other in a few years when his job is more stable and he moves back to Long Island. My question is, should I even entertain the idea of us getting back together? Thank you for your input and for your show, Bertha. And here's my response. Hi, Bertha. So sorry to hear you're hurting after the breakup with your boyfriend. That's something most of us go through multiple times in our lives, and it's never easy. Whether you're breaking up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, or, whom, or just a friend friend, it's never easy. As for whether you should wait around for him with the hope his job becomes less demanding, he has more free time, and he moves back to Long Island, here are a few thoughts for you to ponder. 
The old saying, quote, if you love something, set it free. If it comes back, it's yours. If not, it was never meant to be, end quote, applies in your situation. Psychology Today says, quote, what's behind this old saying? Some interpret it as a description of fate. Only fate can determine whether a relationship was meant to be. So if you let someone go, they'll come back if that's your destiny. They went on to say, for those of us who don't believe in determinism, that was a new vocabulary word for me. I'd never heard that before. Determinism. This explanation does not ring true. A better interpretation is that you cannot force someone to love you. You have to give them the freedom to choose, end quote. I tend to agree with the shrinks. As you may know, I'm a volunteer sorority advisor at the University of Alabama. That's what I was talking about with our caller earlier. And have had countless chats with girls in your position who've recently broken up with their boyfriend. I've been doing this for 12 years. There's 450 girls in the chapter. So I've gone through thousands of girls and lots of stories about breaking up with boyfriends. I went on to say my advice to them is the same I'm giving you. Just remember one four-letter word. Next. Who's next? Next. I always get my girls' attention when I say, I just want you to remember one four-letter word. And they're they're like, oh, really? What's she going to say? And it's next. Get on with your life. And if you and your former boyfriend's paths cross, see how you feel then. It's common for people's lives to unfold in ways that make what was once a match not make sense anymore. Lastly, when I asked Spirit's guidance about whether it was in your best interest to wait for your former boyfriend, the answer I got was a resounding no. So I think most of us that have had our hearts broken and we think, oh, we're never going to survive and all of that. And then and then later down the road, we think, oh, thank you, God, that I didn't end up married to this person because our lives change. So trust everything's unfolding perfectly. Remember next, that four letter, my favorite four letter word when talking about relationships and hope you have a wonderful holiday when you're looking for who's next. Okay. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Iris. Hi, Iris. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? You know, I am doing remarkably well. My mother passed Sunday, and I was with her. I wanted to be there with her to see her draw her last breath, and I wasn't sure how I was going to handle that. Um. I wish I could tell the story, but I want to keep it short. No, I tell us. Really tell us where you're like located and then tell us the well, story. Oh, I'm in uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Okay. And my mom, for about five weeks, almost six weeks, held on for us. She went into cardiac arrest. I had no idea. Uh, I, Like you said, I saw so many miracles, you know. Uh, the doctors, they work on our body, but our spirits are so much bigger and stronger. And my mother, I feel, you know, uh, held on for her family, for her family to possibly say our farewells and even was able to speak, got off of the ventilator for a short time. Then they said that it wouldn't have happened and it did happen. So I Great. did get the high for my mom. My mom was able to say that to me. But Aww. I just wanted to know if she had any words 
to me. I'm so happy because so many people have said so many wonderful things about my mom that I didn't even know. So I, I just, I, it is a time for me to rejoice that I had that spirit. I was attached to, you know, I still am attached to her um, in, in a spiritual way, if not, um, you know, in a body way anymore. But, yeah, I just wanted to know how she's doing. I wish I had a peephole in heaven just to check in on her. You know, how, yeah. I'm sure she's adjusting well. But yeah. um, if she had yeah. any words for me or her, her son... Absolutely. So she's right at your right. She's she's on your right. And spirits, when we think of them, our heads are big satellite dishes, Iris. We receive and we transmit frequencies through our, our satellite dish heads, and every spirit has a frequency they keep throughout all their lifetimes. So all we have to do to connect with them is just think of them and come in. When you were talking about what was going on, she was telling to she was saying to me, honor the family traditions over the holidays. And that's what Irene and Elizabeth were talking okay. about earlier. You know, talk, raise a glass to your loved ones who are gone. Do family traditions. Wear their, their jewelry. Wear their pins. Like I have my little sister Jones pin yeah. on. You know, things like that. Your mom's saying honor the traditions. Did she make cookies with the family? She's talking about cookies. Who's Who makes the Christmas cookies? Well, she has in the past. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> you know, she wants you to make Christmas cookies with the family. She wants the family to do them together. We have so. them. Yeah, wonderful. So condolences on the loss of your mom, Iris, and I'm so glad that you got to witness some of those little miracles along the way. They're plentiful. We just have to look for them. Stay with us, everybody. When we come back, we'll get somebody else on and see what their question is. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Our next caller is Janet. Hi, Janet. Hello, Julie. How are you this day? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, doing as always, staying as best as I can do. Terrific. Please tell everybody I, where you're located, Janet. Bay Area, California. Okay. Got a quick question for me? I most certainly do. As you know, I have many, many issues in my life. However, I learned probably a couple of days ago now, out of my four arteries in my neck, three are totally blocked. And so I'm not willing to give up life yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly. Exactly what I need to do to take care of this issue with my own body. I know you spoke about doing the little rotor rooter, mm-hmm. and perhaps we can try that and see Absolutely. if that will help me get to where I need to go. Yep. Yep. All right. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Birmingham, heading out to you in the Bay Area. All right. Got you. 
what Janet's talking about is, I call it roto-rootering out the vascular system. And it's, I, I see this little corkscrew, like you'd open a bottle of wine, you know, put the corkscrew in and open a bottle of wine. So it's in, I'm in your, I'm looking at you from behind. So I'm in your right carotid artery, in your neck, going up to your brain. And it spins really fast and it morselates all the plaque that's in there. And then we irrigate it out. So there's that one going over to the left side. Left side's worse than the right. The right's not completely occluded. Left side's worse from what I'm seeing. So again, rotorootering. I said this one time, Janet, to somebody in the UK. They said, darling, I have no idea what that means. I said, oh, that's an American company that cleans out your drains. I mean, I could even sing the rotorooter song. So that's spinning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, irrigating that out. Okay, let me just run your whole vascular system while I got you on my radar. Going down your abdominal aorta, going down your femoral arteries into your legs, each side. You know, it goes down straight and then it branches out to the legs. Same thing. Corkscrew, morselating, grinding it up, and then... The 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 two in the back of my head also, because I am... And those are also blocked according okay. to my MRI anyway. <laughs> okay. So what are they, what are they they don't even do that's called endarterectomies. They they don't do them anymore, hardly ever. Because they have too many patients that stroke out on the table. So is that what they're what are they telling you about that? What are your doctors saying? Oh well her advice to me was there's nothing that can be done. I said, well, what about changing? Uh, you know, I don't eat that much anyway. I'm not that big of a person, but I'm just trying to, is there something I need to do better on my eating? As I said, I'm not that big of a person, but I don't eat all that much. And I try, as you well know, I'm a type 1 diabetic with a double organ mm-hmm. transplant. So I watch very carefully all that I do intake and eat mm-hmm. so I can keep my A1C at a good level. But mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was not other issues within my body because my A1C has gone up to 5.8. It might be oh, okay boy. for someone else, but not for me. Um, Janet, I, I would do some I would do some research to see what is gonna be the best for you to do from what's come in several times to me as a plant-based diet. And I know that there are lots of uh, different programs out there. Pritikin comes to mind. McDougall comes to mind. Dean Ornish's program. They're very intense. They're not for long-term, but they can help in the short run. So I would do some research on that and see what you can find out. And hopefully that healing will help implement uh, clearing of your arteries. I, I mean, I've seen miraculous things happen, so everything can be healed. And I would do some research on some diets, and I hope that helps. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's go to Bonnie next. Hi, Bonnie. Oh, um, hi there. Hi. Um, sorry, I was falling asleep. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> How are you, Julie? <laughs> I'm fabulous. 
good. Um, Where are you? Where are you? Where are you located? I'm in Skokie, Illinois. It's uh, okay. a North Shore, yeah, suburb of Chicago. Um, so let me see. I've called uh, before, uh, but not for a while. Um, my question today is, um, oh dear, how could I? I lost my thought. Um, I'm was wondering if you'd be able to tell me if I am transitioning from my body to the other side because I am so tired. No. My life is so hard. No. I'm sorry. And so I've been struggling all my life in so many areas. Financially, I mean, just everything. Mm-hmm. I I just don't know if, you know, I'm supposed to be here anymore. Well, I got you on my radar, Miss Bonnie, and it's rare that I talk to people that are in transition and they ask, and you are in phase four of the 12 phases of transition right now. That doesn't mean that you're going to leave. Anytime soon, you can go in and out of the different phases, but you are in phase four of the 12 phases of transition. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see graphics of the 12 phases of transition. It's how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones as we're transitioning. So, Bonnie, you're in phase four. Go to my website. You'll be able to see. Okay, everybody, when we come back, we'll get another caller on and we'll see what their question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show and we'll be right back. to the phones and our next caller is Becca. Hi Becca. Hi Becca. Are you there? Hello. Yeah. Oh, hello. There, there. Hi, hi. There you are. How are you? Hi. Good. Terrific. Where are you? Where are you located? I'm in, I'm in Maine. Okay, terrific. Portland, is, Maine? Is it is it yeah. yeah, you don't have snow up there, do you? Yet? Not yet. No. Nope. Oh good. Okay, good. It's actually right. really nice out. It's fifty five degrees. Wow. Wonderful. Terrific. Yeah. Well you got a question for me? I do. I had a I have a very good friend that had a stroke this about a week ago. Oh and he's young and he's a musician, and I just wondered if you could do any healing on him or check out his brain and see what it looks like. I can ask him if he'll let me. What's his name, Becca? Okay. Charles Garvey. Charles. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Charles, and then I'll ask his permission if I can scan him. If he says yes, I will. If he says no, I won't, because it's an ethical thing with me. I think it's an invasion of privacy, but all is not lost because we can talk to his spirit. 
and get information if need be. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Maine. All right, got you. Okay, got Charles. Charles, I'm talking to Becca. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? He's saying no. Okay. So let's ask him some questions because we can talk to, you know, we can communicate with any spirit, whether it's the spirit of somebody that's alive or deceased, doesn't matter. So what's a question or two that you have for him? Um, how is he recovering? How is right now I'm getting um, a no on that. Not He's saying not yet. Is he in ICU? Is he in the hospital? Where is he? He just, he just went to rehab. Okay. All right. He's saying he's saying his brain is still swollen. Oh. So will he recover? He said, "Yeah, with a lot of work and a lot of help." Okay. I can tell you he's not dying at the moment because I don't need anybody's permission to scan him to see if their spirits out of their body because I'm looking at the outside of him. So he's not dying at the moment. What do you need? What can Becca do to help you? Does he have a family, Becca? He's talking about his family. Yeah. Support his family is what he's saying. Okay. So uh, take him dinners, you know, see what you can do. Call them, find out what you can do to help them in some way. So that's what he's saying. So... Good luck. If he, if he, if you have the opportunity to talk to him and tell him about what I mm-hmm. do, we can try again another time. Okay. But I, I wish him all the best, and what a sweet friend you are to call and see what you can do to help him. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to Alyssa next. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. How are you? I'm lovely. How are you? Well, that's a good question. Um, I haven't been. I mean, I do have an underlying condition, so I would like to um, know what you see for me, and hopefully, also get a healing. Okay, where are you located? New York City. NYC. All right. What What's going on? What's your symptom? Um. Weakness, fatigue, um, just dragging. I mean, I I can't walk far because I just don't have the energy. And is this a new phenomenon for you? No. um, I was good for many years, then I had a relapse, and I haven't been good since. Okay, a relapse of some kind of illness, or what's going on with that? Okay. Do you want me to Let's tell go. you what I, I supposedly yeah. have? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chronic fatigue syndrome, but, you know, okay. there's it, it's more complicated than that. I mean, it, it, it just it affects you neurologically, the mitochondria. I mean, there's, it's all-encompassing. Right, right. Chronic fatigue syndrome is a catch-all phrase that doctors say when they don't know what's going on. It just is. So it's normally a gut issue. I'm going to connect to you, Alyssa. Let's see what's going on with your gut and uh, see what we can do to help. So here comes my laser beam heading up to New York City. I always like that 
what is it, a barbecue sauce ad or something. New York City. All right, got you. Okay. Shooting it. Yeah, you got yeast overgrowth, girl. You got yeast overgrowth. So email me, julie.julieryan.com. I'm going to send you a link to a gut biome test. You can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. It's going to tell you what the critters, what the ecosystem is in your gut, which is where our immune system is based. And it will tell you based on that what are going to be the best foods for you to eat, to incorporate into your diet, what are the best foods for you to avoid, some of which may be healthy, but they're just not healthy for you right now, and then everything else. So eat this a lot, eat this, don't eat this, eat this a little. In the meantime... Avoid anything that's processed. Stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. I know we're going into the holidays, so limit, you know, the processed food as much as you can. Avoid fermented anything because it exacerbates it. If you eat fruit, peel it because there's tons of yeast on the peel. If you have leftovers, freeze and really eat them. I was eating a lot of apples. That's good. Just peel them. Peel them. Okay. And uh, and if you have leftovers, freeze and reheat them because yeast gets on food when it's left in the fridge overnight. And then get a hold of some nice statin. Have somebody write a prescription for you for nice statin. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. It's an antifungal that kills yeast on contact. It is nectar of the gods when you have yeast overgrowth. All these symptoms are going to go away once you get your gut healthy. All of them. Okay, and that's so, the only see with me? Everything can be healed. Yeah. If if you want, schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have an hour, and I can do a deep dive. But that's the first thing that came up. So those are my recommendations. Email me, julie.askjulieryan.com. I'll send you a link for that test, and you can do it at home, and that'll be a good place to start. So I hope you feel better. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right. All righty. Let's go to Jocelyn next. Hi, Jocelyn. Hi, Jocelyn. Are you there? Hello. Hi, there yeah. you are. Hi, hi. How are you? I am calling from Arlington, Virginia. Okay. I'm if I'm on speaker, please just, take me uh, off. My I'm getting, getting feedback. Jocelyn, can you get me off speaker? I'm getting a lot of feedback. Oh, you're not, I'm not, you're not a speaker. Oh, gosh, okay. Well, go ahead then. Um, I just wanted to see if my late father had any messages for me from the other side. Yeah, what was his name? Juan. Spell for me. J-U-A-N. Oh, Juan, Okay. I thought you said Corin. I was going to say, all right, I don't know that name. Uh, Juan. All right. Stop brooding. Is what he's saying. Are you brooding about something? What are you brooding about? Stop brooding. Stop brooding. Find joy. Going into the holidays. Find joy. Stop brooding. That's come in three times. Are you are you blue about him not being with you for the holiday? Uh, of course. Um, you know, I miss him, of course. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you're fretting over something, you know, brooding, fretting, worrying. That's what he's talking about. Stop worrying. Kind of like that song, you know, be happy. And, uh, and he's saying, yeah. enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the holiday. Um, and, and I think what Elizabeth, back to Elizabeth and Irene at the beginning of the show, you know, they were saying, celebrate our, our, one, our loved ones who've passed in some way. You know, make a toast to them, wear their jewelry, bake cookies, like Iris's mom wants her to bake cookies. I had a gal earlier this week from the UK and, and from Ireland, actually, and her deceased mom was saying she wanted her to make the Christmas pudding. And I said, does that mean anything to you? And she said, oh, yeah. She said, that's a big deal in my family. And we weren't going to do it this year because she's not here. And her, mom, her deceased mom was all about them making the Christmas pudding. So... Did you have another question, quick question for him? Um, I guess I just wanted to see if he has any messages maybe for my mom. He's all about the, the holiday traditions as we're going into the holidays. Keep the holiday okay. traditions. It's really important. It's going to help the family stay together, helps keep the family cohesive, and he's saying it helps people heal. So family traditions. Think about things that your dad really enjoyed and then be sure that those are implemented into your your family traditions. And I hope that helps. Okay, everybody, time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next and see what their question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Back to the phones, and our next caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. I've been eating something, <laughs> taking a break. How are you? Hello, hello. Please tell everybody where you're located. Great. I'm from Sunrise, Florida. And the okay. reason I call is because we have a, a friend of the family who's dying of cancer, stage four lung cancer. And no. he was it's four months to live, and he's ready to go to another doctor for chemo. But I mm-hmm. am a holistic health coach, and I've done some research. And the research that I um, found were doctors who've been working for over 30 years. And just to make a long story short, they made um, discoveries in which they made discoveries in which they were able to. Um, create a machine called a halo, and mm-hmm. it not only helps with the curing of cancer, but other diseases as well. So I wanted your input, whether his guide, to find out whether or not he should actually go forward with the chemo, or should he take a chance and work on this machine and this modality that has been proven to thousands and thousands of patients to work. Right. Right now, Michelle, I get both. I'm getting both, which doesn't, which is feasible, but right now I'm getting for him to explore both. And 
if he's having the chemo and he feels comfortable about that, that may give him the courage to try the halo simultaneously. And if he's responding, then he won't have to do as much chemo. So it came in very clearly and very strongly both. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Is he in a phase of dying right now? His name is Miguel. Miguel. Let me connect to you and then from you to Miguel. He is not. He's not in any of the phases of transition. And like our earlier caller, Michelle, we can go in and out. People can go in and out. So just because somebody's in a phase doesn't mean that they're going to transition in the next day or hour or week or even year. So, no, he's not in any of the phases. Okay. I feel strongly about it, the biophotonic therapy. I actually had sent you an email on it. I don't know if okay. you ever read it. I was curious as to your opinion. All right. Well, thank you so okay. much. You're thank welcome. You. Thanks for calling. Good luck to Miguel. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Let's go to Martha. Hi, Martha. Hi there. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. We've only got a couple minutes left, so tell us where you're located, and if you got a quick question, that'd be great. I'm in Morris- sure, I'm in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is north of Charlotte, okay. and I have a swollen clavicle for over two weeks. I've been to the doctor. They've done an ultrasound of the soft tissue. They've given me an antibiotic Z-pack for five days, prednisone, and it's still swollen. Huh. Right side? I don't know what's going on. Is right it on side. your right side? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's where the that's where the energy went. Let me see what's happening. Could you have gotten a bug bite? That's what I'm getting. It was a bug bite. Did you do you remember seeing a bug bite there? Not that I know of. Not okay. that I know of. Nope. That's a that's what I'm getting. It's I'm not a bug saying bite. I don't have one, but I don't know that I had one. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm putting okay. anti inflammatory energy on it to get it calmed down. It's inflamed. Thank you. Yeah, yes, but it's it more in—it's more inflamed, kind of in the middle of it, um, not like the whole collarbone, just kind of, you know, in the middle. So, uh, vitamin C and zinc is what I'm getting. Actually, take that three times a day, a um, uh, thousand milligrams of C. Do a buffered C, Martha. Like I like Esther C. Like the woman's name, just no H, E-S-T-E-R, Esther C, okay. and 50 milligrams of zinc. A thousand of zinc and a thousand of C? A thousand of C, 50 of zinc, and um, try that. You can take as much C as you want until it gives you the runs. They call that till saturation, okay. and that'll help. Don't go over 200 milligrams of zinc ever. That's kind of the, the cutoff. Okay. But they cure all kinds of stuff with C. I mean, like, my gosh, they cured polio with vitamin C. Linus Pauling did. So I'm getting C and zinc. I get it's a it's a it's some kind of an insect bite. So there you oh. go. I think you're going to survive. And I think, I think it'll go away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Thank I you. hope you feel better. And your hour session and find out about the lump in my esophagus and my legs and my head. So I'll talk to you later about all that. (laughs) Terrific. Check, you know, check the reschedule button and see if there's an earlier appointment if you're interested in that. Okay. All righty. Thanks, Martha. I hope you feel better. 
persist. You All bet. Right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Well, again, this is our our show before Thanksgiving. I'm going to do a, we'll play a pre-recorded show next week with Michelle Orovitz. She's an acupuncture doctor. She's a fertility specialist. And I just quiz the daylights out of her about acupuncture. So for those of you that have been interested, I've never even done it. And I didn't know really anything about it except they stick needles in you. <laughs> That's all I knew. So, uh, you know, it's it's really a, a great conversation. And as I mentioned, she's a graduate of my class, my angelic attendant training class. So it's interesting how she integrates the woo-woo healing stuff into her practice. So I hope you all have just an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you're with Family Terrific, if you're not then do something fun. Go outside, take a walk, enjoy the leaves if they're still around. I've already cooked some things. They're frozen. I'm going to heat them up. And it's just going to be Tim and I this year. So we're probably going to go out, but the stuff that I cooked will have leftovers. So that'll be fun too. In the meantime, sending you lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. YouTube, everything's at Ask Julie Ryan, everything's at AskJulieRyan.com. Remember all my books? There's there's three, soon to be four. Put them on your Christmas list so people can, uh, you can give them to people and people can give them to you if you want. And hope your holiday is wonderful. I'll see you the beginning of December. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.